Welcome to Health Currents Radio. I'm Ellen Goldsmith, your host. This show is all about transforming your life through your health. We're going to meet people who've done that, give you the resources to work on it, and share information that inspires and motivates you to make positive changes in your life. My passion is health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. Thank you to our sponsor, Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic located in downtown Portland, Oregon. You can find Pearl Natural Health at pearlnaturalhealth.com. The physical, mental, and emotional health of an entire generation of children has been compromised with the overconsumption of fast, processed, sugary, salty, and fatty food and lack of physical activity. One in three children right now in this country are either overweight or obese, and the rate is higher for minority and poorer children and families. It's taken us an entire generation to get to this point, and there are a multitude of organizations working assiduously to reverse the trend and reinstate common sense, healthy lifestyle practices in children and families. Health Corps is one of those organizations. Health Corps was founded by Dr. Mehmet Oz and his wife, Lisa Oz, and focuses on fighting childhood obesity by joining with schools and a community to assess the particular obstacles in that community and then activating students' minds, bodies, and spirits to transform the childhood obesity problem in the United States. Today, we are speaking with Michelle Bouchard, who brings 20 years of experience in public-private partnerships to her position as Health Corps president where she oversees more than 90 staff members and an operating budget of $8.6 million that impacts about 300,000 people across 15 states. Prior to heading up Health Corps, Ms. Bouchard served as Chief Financial Officer of Governor's Island Preservation and Education Corporation and was also chosen as a participant in the Joint Civilian Orientation Conference by the Office of the U.S. Secretary of Defense. She has received the New York City Family Caregiver Coalition Mind, Body, Spirit Award, a Good Citizen Citation from the New York City Council, a Log Cabin Republicans Image Award. Ms. Bouchard has served on the boards of directors of several nonprofits, including the New York State Theater Institute, Youth Counseling League, National Green School Network, and the 42nd Street Workshop. She has testified in front of the United States Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pension Committee on behalf of National Service and has extensive media experience. Ms. Bouchard believes in the health benefits of an active lifestyle, which includes her own biking to the office and yoga. She joins us here on Health Currents Radio to talk to us about Health Corps, its mission, their programs, and the impact it's having on the health and wellness of Americans' teenagers. Welcome to Health Currents Radio, Michelle. Thank you, Ellen. What a wonderful introduction. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> so there are a number of initiatives and programs right now through the U.S. working with children and communities to combat the ongoing childhood obesity epidemic. Can you tell us a little bit about Health Corps, its function, what it does? And, and you're very unique in that you address the issues of teenagers. So could you talk to us a little bit about that? Of course. Happy to. Um, then thank you so much for giving us this opportunity because, as you said in the beginnings, this is such a great cause. In fact, Ellen, you know, uh, more children are going to die in America from obesity than hunger at this point. Um, and so it really needs to be right at the forefront of people's charitable thoughts. Uh, Health Corps is, is pretty unique 
in that it is uh, not just about our own programming, uh, because we place a young coordinator in a high school for uh, two years, feet on the street, five days a week, permanent staff, uh, who is executing our own programming, but that coordinator also serves as a hub and a resource for other obesity fighting uh, organizations. Uh, and as you mentioned, there are many of them out there, many doing great work, but part of the problem with combating the childhood obesity crisis is that all of these efforts have to really work together, Ellen, to make maximum impact. So at Health Corps, we are... We're teaching children about our young people, teenagers, <laughs> about nutrition, fitness, and mental resilience. And we're actually teaching these wellness seminars into, into every subject, into core subjects in the high schools, uh, because we believe that learning can be experiential and integrated. In other words, you can study physics, you can study science, you can study uh, biology while you're uh, creating a garden at your school. And we think we have a very unique educational model. So that really can address a lot of different learning styles, a lot of different interests of students. How do you train your health corps coordinators to kind of move through all those different areas? They go through a pretty brutal boot camp for one month. <laughs> they're, they're sequestered uh, in July. Used to, we used to have training in New York City, um, and now we have our training here in Sacramento, California. But they are, are put through a very rigorous training for a month, uh, studying our curriculum, which was developed uh, over the past 10 years and which is constantly changing because as we learn things from the field, we're always changing the curriculum. And they, what is really interesting about our training is that they're not only learning the curriculum, they're thrown right into the belly of the beast because they have to teach in a high school while they're learning the curriculum. They actually have to put on a school fair in that high school while they're in training. Uh, and so they have, to, they have to learn on their feet. And we do that because the first year for a coordinator is really tough. They're going into a lot of high schools uh, that have many issues, uh, that have young people that are dealing with many issues. And we want to make sure that we throw every possible circumstance at them uh, that they might encounter in the high school, as well as the curriculum. So you're going into high schools. You assess these schools to see where there's need, is that correct? You're not going into high-income, well-funded high schools, per se. Correct, correct. We assess the schools to see uh, the uh, percentage of uh, young people with free or reduced lunch, because we know that the st statistics, sadly, uh, are, are very uh, closely tied between poverty and obesity. And so uh, we go into high schools of great need. And what's very interesting about this model also, and where Dr. Oz was so brilliant, was that he chose high school students in particular at the time because he felt as though they were America's great underutilized asset. People had given up on teenagers, and it's an easy thing to do if you ever have had a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> son's 22, so we've made it through those hard years, and he's wonderful. But um, 
he figured he he thought you know how do i message to teenagers because teenagers if you get them fired up they're viral you know how teenagers yes, are they absolutely friends they're they're on all kinds of social networks and he thought you know if i could really get a teenager convinced that they have to spread the gospel of wellness they could impact a lot of people and he was really the first one in the United States to think about this. He wrote his blueprint in 2002, and then he he started the the uh, the model for Health Corps, the pilot in 2003. Yes, in fact, that's why I called you folks because I have never seen programs that address this issue in teens. Well, at the time, we were actually uh, the only program in the United States. There's a great program that Michael Dell originally funded called the Catch Program, which has been in the obesity space for a very long time. I believe Mr. Dell started in 1999, and it's for lower middle schools. And then, of course, President Clinton, uh, after Dr. Oz, I believe in 2006 or seven, started the Alliance for a Healthier Generation. So uh, Mr. Dell and Dr. Oz and the president were actually very early trailblazers on this front. Uh, the Alliance actually started to go into high schools as well as middle schools. But our model is unique even from Catch and the Alliance, who are great. Those are great programs. Nothing. I don't want to take away anything from those programs. And In fact, the Alliance is a, is a close partner of ours now. But uh, we're unique in that we put a person in the school who is there five days a week to run all these activities. Because as you know, Ellen, these schools are overtaxed. They are, the staff is overtaxed. And, and wellness is, a, is a, an unfunded mandate mm-hmm. or an unmandated, it's an unfunded mandate. It is an unfunded mandate. <laughs> if it's a mandate at all, sadly, um, we're very excited, in, in fact, right now, because Senator Udall and Senator Mikulski have proposed something called the Physical Kids Act. That's something your viewers can support. They are uh, they're proposing it in the Senate, and I can't remember the name of the congressman who's proposing it on the House side, but the Physical Kids Act is calling for uh, 40 minutes of uh, physical activity five days a week, K through 12, and we believe that's going to make a huge impact on on young people across the country. So what is the impact that you're you're seeing? I know that your organization works in a number of areas, school programs, research, advocacy, and you've had some impact studies. What what are you finding out? Well, our first study that was done in New York City uh, basically told us that we significantly increased physical activity in the young people and that we significantly decreased their consumption of sugary soda. And that was a, a big deal. People kind of perked up at those stats. Um, we're in the middle of our second study in, uh, in California, and we're, uh, and which is reinforcing um, those findings as well. And I can give you a, a, a case study actually in Portland. Um, and if you've talked to uh, Amy Barris, she'll tell you that uh, through Health Corps, 240 freshmen lost a total of 868 pounds. So that was 3.6 pounds per student on average. And one student actually lost close to 40 pounds. So mm. 
Um, not only are we changing behaviors, we believe that we're changing weight, although studies with uh, uh, regarding weight have to be longitudinal, and we haven't, we haven't launched those yet, although we will. Another thing that's really interesting about the program is the model is not just about having a, a coordinator, a full-time person in there, it's who that person is. And that person is, because we, Dr. Oz felt as though critical to getting to teenagers uh, was was the messenger. The the choice of the messenger was critical. He actually discovered this because he was speaking at his daughter, Daphne Oz's school. Daphne's on the chew, as you may know. And he was speaking to her high school, and none of the kids were paying attention to him. (laughs) They weren't paying attention to him? Oh, no. (laughs) Because they didn't care he was a middle-aged guy. But as soon <laughs> he was old, right? He was old. And as soon as Daphne got up and started talking about these things, everybody listened. And so he said, hey, you know, if I send somebody in there who is close in age to these high school students, who they look up to, who they want to emulate, they're going to listen. And so we choose young people right out of undergrad, most of whom want to be doctors because Dr. Oz also wanted to influence an entire generation of practitioners and put them right in the front lines. Um, and we that's who we choose as our coordinators. And as you know, probably from your interview with Kelly Cook, um, who is at Cleveland High School in Portland, and Amy, these are incredible young people. Uh, I can tell you right now, I couldn't have done what they did, what they're doing at 22 and 23. They're amazing, amazing role models. And that's how we activate these teenagers, Ellen, uh, because they want to be like these young people who are leading them in these activities. It's so fantastic to have that kind of energy and modeling happening in high schools because you just don't get that kind of thing around these life skills that take you, propel you forward into the rest of your life, really. Absolutely. It's uh, just like we do a program called Teen Battle Chef that was... uh, originated by our partner, Lynn Fredericks, in New York City, and it's an intensive cooking program. So many of these teenagers do not know how to cook. You know, I was very fortunate. I cooked with my great-grandmother, my grandmother, my mother. I cooked with my daughter, but uh, so many young people nowadays don't know how to cook. And through Team Battle Chef, these young people now are cooking for their families. They're cooking for themselves, and it's a really necessary skill in life to know how to cook. <laughs> it definitely is. It makes you, you, your resources go up and your, your health goes way, way, way up when you know how to cook for yourself. We also teach them how to garden. Almost all of the high schools uh, have create gardens, raised bed gardens. And so we teach young people how to grow food, uh, you know, where food comes from. I remember early on when I came in in 2007, I had a coordinator come back and uh, they were growing, uh, I think they were growing kale. And uh, she said, you know, I had a kid come in and say, you know, I never heard of kale and I, I have no idea what it looked like until I saw it. Mm-hmm. It's really uh, amazing um, to hear what's happening. And of course, because it's experiential, a lot through a lot of this learning, uh, children, young people don't realize they're learning, Ellen. That's <laughs> they right. Think they're, having, they're just having fun. And that's a good thing because learning should be fun. 
Yes, it should be. And doing things that actually will reinvest in your own health and well-being should be fun, too. You know, it's not something that takes you away from life. It takes you into life, really. Absolutely. And uh, a big part of health care is also uh, mental resilience because we have a real problem in this country with suicide, teen, teen suicide. And Dr. Oz was aware of that at the time, New York City. I don't know if this is still the, the correct stat, but New York City had the highest teen suicide uh, rate in the United States. Mm. And so he said, you know, how can I give them coping skills uh, I had a once uh, a great guy, Steve Josephson, on our advisory board said, you know, uh, what you life is a series of you know big waves that come at you, and all you need is a really good surfboard. <laughs> so we're we're giving these kids a surfboard with tools like meditation and yoga and breathing exercises, and also the teaching them the power of positive thought, the power of visualization. Uh, the power of, of, of hope and giving voice to their dreams. That's so great. The other, the other part of the um, programming that you do, the number of areas, is, is advocacy. Could you talk a little bit about the advocacy work you're doing in health Absolutely. Well, we do advocacy on all levels, local, state, and, uh, and uh, federal. As I mentioned, uh, we have uh, we, we voiced very loudly our support for the um, Physical Kids Act. We think it's going to have huge impact. And so we're a part of a coalition of several groups, in, including the AFERD, which is the Association of Health Educators, um, supporting this, asking legislators to support this. Um, we, we talk to state legislators. We talk to city council persons, trying to convince them the, the value of physical activity because the data is very clear now thanks to people like John Rady at Harvard. There was a study that just came out today actually, I can't remember where it came out, but showing there is a clear relationship between increasing test scores and physical activity because it puts your mind in a point of clarity where you're really ready to, to pay more attention and to learn more. Um, and then on the local level, our coordinators are advocates. Uh, they work with community partners. They work with PTAs. Uh, they work with uh, school boards and give, give their voice uh, to the argument that physical activity and health education should go back into the core curriculum in order to address the whole child and not just the intellect of the child, because these things have impact on the intellectual capacity of the child. Absolutely. How do you, what's your hope for Health Corps in terms of the big picture and years to come? Um, that's an interesting question. And I'm often asked this question, Ellen, and Dr. Oz is as well. Uh, I hope and I believe that our board and uh, my staff and Dr. Oz feel this way. Uh, we hope that health there will not be a need for health corps. Mm. We hope that the American educational system, uh, especially when uh, soon when Congress goes to look at ESEA, which is the former No Child Left Behind, that that the American educational system will embrace wellness education and physical education as critical parts of education for our young people and understand the impact that they have on their on academics. 
and that we also hope that health corps will go away because the American educational system will move towards more experiential uh, learning that is hands-on. One thing we feel strongly about uh, also is that the educational system needs to start valuing skills. As you said, you mentioned this, Ellen, life skills. I, uh, For example, I went to high school in rural Appalachia outside of Roanoke, Virginia, and 14% of my graduating class went on to a two- or four-year college. But many of them make more money than I do <laughs> because they, they studied, they were able in high school to go to shop, and they studied uh, how to become an electrician, how to become a plumber, uh, how to become a carpenter. A lot of them went and became nurses or nurses' aides. And these jobs are as valuable as lawyers, as investment bankers. And we have to get back to a place in America where we understand that a liberal arts education is great, but it's not for everyone. And we need to value everyone who has a skill. Absolutely. Wrapping up our interview together, if there was a call to action, something that you could say to our listeners, how they could become involved, what they could do to become part of this movement, because I have to assume your health corps is going to just keep working as hard as it can un- until they're not needed anymore. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> oh, yes. Dr. Dr. Oz never sleeps. Uh, and he's, a, he's very much a hands-on chairman. Um, so he he is going to fight this fight until he wins. Um, Ellen, I'd love for your listeners to go to our website, which is www.healthcore.org. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-C-O-R-P-S.org, like the Peace Corps, Health Corps, because you can learn a lot more about Health Corps there. You can contact us. You can always give us a, a small donation or a large donation. But you also can go out and raise money. Uh, If you can't raise enough money to put a coordinator in your kid's high school, you could raise amongst your friends, try to raise $10,000 to bring something, an abridged version of Health Corps called Health Corps University to the educators in your high school or in your middle school as well. You could also, if you're a listener, contact your legislators uh, your congressman, your senator, especially, and tell them, hey, we believe in the Physical Kids Act. Please support this act. Uh, and you can also advocate on your local level. You can go in front of your school board. You can go to your principal. You can go to your superintendent and tell them we know the value of physical ed- uh, activity and wellness education, and we believe it impacts on academics. So we hope you will start to think about ways in which you can uh, incorporate these things into the curriculum for my child. Fantastic. And if and if there is a health court program in your area, I assume they are always welcoming volunteers who can offer some kind of skill. Would that be correct or or not? We are. It's it, we we have a lot of events. We have community events. In fact, in Portland, we had a very successful Highway to Health uh, Health Fair. Um, and where we were partnered with the Albertina Car Race for the Roses, and we had we needed a lot of volunteers uh, for that event. And thank you to all the volunteers in Portland who came out for us. Volunteering in the high school is a little harder. Mm-hmm. We do bring in speakers, we bring in yoga instructors, we bring in all kinds of Zumba instructors. 
but because of the high school, because we are very uh, attuned to security for high schools, uh, anyone who enters in the high school has to go through extreme background checks and um, and have approval from the school board, uh, uh, from the school district. Right. So it's easier to actually um, volunteer at events. That's great. But you can always go and look at our website and find out where the closest uh, high school is near to you. And you can contact our coordinator. The coordinator's email will be on the website. And you can ask them how you can help them. And we greatly appreciate that. That's so great. Well, so thank you for all the work that, that you're doing with Health Corps. And, you know, Corps is a body, and it's a big body of people, and uh, it's a big force out there. So I'm just, I support what you're doing and, and wish you all the best and, and hope that this show reaches lots of people who get all fired up and, and want to become part of it. Well, thank you so much, Ellen. And on behalf of Dr. Oz, I know he's very appreciative of this interview opportunity as well. And for me, it is a very personal fight. I have a nine-year-old in the public school system in California, and I want to make sure that she has access to physical activity and wellness education as well. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm with you on that one. I have a (laughs) 12-year-old. All right, Michelle. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Wonderful speaking with you. That was a great interview with Michelle Bouchard, president of Health Corps. So now you may be wondering, how can you bring Health Corps to your high school? Or what can you do to support health and wellness in your community and in your personal life? There's a lot you can do, and I want to give you some resources. But let's start with yourself on changing the way you eat. It can be hard, I know, but it also can be so rewarding, and there's a whole new flavor discovery awaiting you. So Try this adage, cook before you eat. You know, you'll slow down, you'll think about your food, you'll kind of contemplate, what do I want to eat? How can I make my meal wonderfully interesting and delicious? And eating healthfully at home can be easier with a bit of practice. It is a new skill, maybe, so you do have to practice. Here are some tips from the Health Corps website. Choose nutritious ingredients. That includes vegetables. Lots of colorful vegetables. Go for the rainbow. Think about yams, sweet potatoes, carrots, cauliflower, dark green leafy vegetables, red pepper, red kale, oh, sweet peas, snap peas, eggplant. Just go for every color in the rainbow in your vegetables. Try using really high-quality olive oil and try adding flaxseed oil to your uncooked foods like uh, salads and vegetables that you've cooked already. You'll get a lot of omega-3s. Try using fresh herbs, garlic, onion, chives, scallions, rather than salt to add more flavor to your food. You can even add lemon. After you've cooked those vegetables, you can add a little bit of balsamic vinegar or lemon to it and make a really delicious, um, really increase the flavor in the vegetables if you like. And each day, make sure you sit down to at least one meal a day. If, if you can do it with three meals, that would be even better. But you want to have at least one meal where you're just sitting there and eating, not texting, not looking at your computer, not answering the phone, not watching television, really focusing on the food you eat. You know, your, your stomach does want to digest the food you eat, but if you have your focus split, it pulls the energy away from your stomach 
in Chinese medicine, we say it, it impedes your stomach chi, your vitality. So really try to do that. You'll see a big difference. You can also go to the Health Corps website. You click on Get Healthy, and you look at resources for exercises and simple workout videos that are around 10 minutes. That'll give you something to do at home. They have a great workout for the beginning of the day, the end of the day, and they really are short and concise, and they'll make you feel a lot better. There are other resources and links for everything for a useful list of resources on health, food, recipes, exercise, green schools. So do check that out. Making change on a personal level can be challenging, but it's also fantastic because the payback is so great. One person at a time, but together we can start to collaborate and create buzz about health and wellness and change the tide. There are a number of initiatives that are happening nationally and on local levels. And Michelle Bouchard, president of Health Corps, urged people to get involved by looking for the Fitness Integrated with Teaching Kids Act. It's a little difficult to find on the web, but if you go to uh, Senator Tom Udall's website, you'll be able to see what that initiative is. But it really is about making quality physical education a priority in our schools. And you can bring this issue to your local PTA, talk about it at your PTO meetings, at your school board, talk about it with your local representative. Our children really need daily physical education to get them moving and help them learn in a more effective manner. You can also go to letsmoveschools.org and learn more about steps to take to increase physical activity at your school. If you want to bring Health Corps to your high school, you can go on their website again to healthcore.org and look at a program, school programs, and you'll see how you can fill in an application to bring Health Corps to your high school. There's a new program they're offering called Health Corps University, where they train the trainer. It's a professional development program that makes the Health Corps principles and curriculum available to virtually any school. Health Corps will conduct an intensive two-day training for a school or district, and they'll include special sessions for parents and students. It's being piloted right now, so if you want more information, please contact hcu at healthcore.org. I hope that you join with others in your community and nationwide to create vitality, health, and wellness through the food you eat, the moves you make, and the lives you share. Please tune in next week for a very inspiring interview with Amy Barris, who's the Health Corps Coordinator at Benson High School in Portland, Oregon, and Kelly Cook, the Health Corps Coordinator at Cleveland High School, to hear what's happening on the ground and how they're helping improve our students' health. It's very wonderful to listen to what they're doing and the changes that are happening person by person, so be sure to listen in. That's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ellen Goldsmith. My passion is health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. Thank you again to our sponsor, Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic located in downtown Portland, Oregon. You can find Pearl Natural Health at pearlnaturalhealth.com. You can listen to Health Currents Radio and connect with us on communityradio.fm slash healthcurrentsradio. Find us on iTunes. Download us on the mobile app Stitcher or join in the conversation at facebook.com slash healthcurrentsradio. We want to know how you are transforming your life through your health.
Special thanks to our fantastic audio engineer and producer, Jonah Gile Neufeld. <laughs>